Hello, and welcome to American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Foster Brown. Normally, our podcasts introduce you to the people behind the places along the American road that we visit in our magazine. Today, however, we're going to focus on a different kind of celebrity. A toy. Ah, but not just any toy. Slinky, the all-American toy, born during the battles of World War II and still internationally popular after more than half a century. The 2012 spring issue of American Road Magazine focused on games, so it seemed fitting to talk with Ray Delavecchia, the president and CEO of Poof Slinky, the company that makes the Slinky in Pennsylvania. Like many popular inventions, Slinky began its life with quite a different purpose than entertainment, but it maintained its popularity through generations precisely because of its simplicity. This American Road Trip Talk is brought to you by Folkmoot, a two-week celebration of the world's cultural heritage through folk music and dance, this July 18th to the 29th in Waynesville, North Carolina. If you're going to talk about fun and games in the United States, I think you have to include a venerable old toy called the Slinky. And we're delighted to have with us today Ray DeLavecchia, Jr., who is the president and CEO of Poof Slinky, the company that currently manufactures the Slinky. And Ray, thank you very much for joining us on American Road Trip Talk. Thank you. Ray, uh, first of all, let's step back in history a little bit and talk about how the Slinky came to be. I mean, it's, it's incredibly simple in many ways. Uh, was it uh, something that somebody just invented by accident, or was it a deliberate invention? No, it was actually an accident. Uh, Richard James, who was a uh, civilian naval engineer working in a uh, shipyard in Philadelphia, uh, was charged with uh, developing christening devices for destroyers. So as a result, he uh, used worked with a number of springs and other materials to cushion uh, sensitive uh, devices on, on destroyers in, in rough seas. At a point uh, while he was working, uh, a spring fell off of his desk, and uh, he had a bunch of books piled uh, next to his desk, and they, the spring proceeded to walk down the books to the floor. <laughs> so oh, they, my goodness. That, that was the eureka moment. Right, exactly. So he picked up the spring, took it home to his wife, Betty, and said, you know, I think we have something here. I think this could be a toy. So she was charged with the responsibility of finding a name for this toy. So she started with, with the dictionary, A through S. And when she came upon Slinky in the dictionary, she said, that's it. And uh, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> and, and that was, uh, what, about, right? about 1945, near the end of the war? That event probably would have occurred somewhere in uh, 43 or 44. Okay, during the, the product was finally brought to market in uh, in the Christmas season of 1945 uh, at Gimbel's. When Betty was living, she told me the story that uh, she, her husband went and set up a, uh, a what we call a speed table in the lobby at Gimbel's and stacked up these slinkies, and she gave a friend of hers a dollar to buy one because she didn't want him totally blanked in case no one bought any. <laughs> oh, and as it turns out, he sold out, uh, he sold all the product he had in 90 minutes. 
Oh, my goodness. And it was an instant hit. Now, I guess after the, the terrible moments, the darkness of World War II, people were just looking to have some simple fun, and that certainly provided sure. it. Sure. Yeah. No, sure. No moving parts necessary. Uh, but when, yeah. uh, tell me, uh, we're talking with Ray Dallavecchia, who is the president and CEO of Poof Slinky. Um, I want to get to that company because I know it's much more than just a Slinky right now. But uh, what, what, what did it take to get him from uh, this um, part of what was initially – the cushioning devices for destroyers to a toy. Were there any modifications made to make it, or was it just simply the same spring that had fallen off his desk? No, I, I believe it was probably pretty close to the same spring. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that uh, from a production standpoint, uh, there may have been some adjustments made, but Richard James actually built the machines that we still use today to manufacture the product. Every slinky sold in the world is manufactured in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. Now, let's start talking a little bit about the durability of this toy, and which is something that fascinates me. Um, you know, there are crazes that go on in toys, uh, but slinky seems to have been able to endure for this length of time. What's the secret, Ray? I think it's uh, simplicity and uh, one generation uh, teaching the next generation about the product. It's a very simple product. It's enjoyable. It's relaxing. Uh, it's a stress reliever. Uh, not only children play with Slinkies. Uh, you know, you can walk into a, a brokerage firm or any other high-stress job and see people playing with a Slinky <laughs> to occupy their time. You're right. It, it, it we, is. Yeah. We actually contribute Slinkies to um, schools uh, for who teach autistic children. It keeps them focused when they play with the Slinky. The teachers feel that they can focus the children, and it's a, an excellent tool in that environment. That's amazing that it's had that durability. And you're right, it is a wonderful stress reliever. I mean, I could just kind of think of using one just between my two hands and, and uh, just kind of a neat experience. Right. Now, so did, that, did the Slinky then become the base for a whole toy business with Mr. James? Uh, yes, yes. So Slinky was the core product for uh, upon which James Industries was built. Uh, of course, Slinky Dog, uh, which has been made famous by in the Disney Toy Story movies, That's right. uh, evolved from the Slinky, and uh, a number of other products uh, also evolved from the Slinky. But the but the solid Made in America product is is still the Slinky. I'm, what have the, have the sales? I mean, how have the sales gone since? Obviously, when it first came out, there was a big uh, boom in terms of slinky usages. How is it? How has it gone with different generations and even now? Well, you know, I can only comment on the uh, the twelve years that we've owned the company. But uh, these are these have been a solid twelve years, and we're we're growing the business. We sell millions of slinkies uh, around the world every year, so. The popularity hasn't diminished. So they're not culturally kind of just American. They've, they've been taken hold in other parts of the world, too? Oh, very popular in Australia, uh, Great Britain, uh, Europe, China, Hong Kong, uh, <laughs> Hong Kong and Japan. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Ray Delavecchia, by the way, is with us. He's a Ray Delavecchia Jr., who is the president and CEO of Poof Slinky, a toy company. Uh, now, tell me what the poof is of the Poof Slinky. <laughs> Uh, Poof is the, uh, a line of uh, foam sport balls, footballs, basketballs, soccer balls, and, and mini ball versions of that that product. Uh, some people uh, 
I refer to our product as Nerf-type product, uh, but it's urethane foam, and it's a solid, everyday product that uh, children and adults use uh, on a regular basis. Every poof ball that that is made in our plant in Plymouth is sold, for the most part, in North America. You mean Plymouth, Michigan, right? That's correct. Uh, so you have uh, manufacturing here as well as in Pennsylvania where the Slinkies are made. Is there a future for the Slinky in the sense of new versions of it or different kinds of ways of using it? Um, in fact, this year, uh, which is the 50th anniversary of the Slinky song, we'll be introducing a, uh, a special edition Slinky. Uh, it's a rose gold tone product that um, uh, will be in a box that uh, when you lift the flap, will sing the Slinky's song. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, intended, intended as a collector's item, but uh, I'm sure that uh, it will be enjoyed by, by all. You mentioned the Slinky song, the famous Slinky song. Uh, tell me the history of that, Ray. Uh, I think that that, that was commissioned uh, by uh, the James family, uh, I believe in the early 60s, and uh, to support some of the TV commercials that they uh, started running in those years. And uh, I understand that it is one of the most recognized theme songs uh, ever recorded. It's amazing. A very durable toy and a very durable song. Uh, Ray, maybe, maybe just as a way of wrapping up here, uh, people like to go to see the Slinky and, and toys in general. Uh, where are some places that they will be able to see the Slinky on display and maybe some of the history of the Slinky? Well, the Slinky's a member of uh, a couple of uh, toy hall of fames. One, uh, I think it's in New York and another in uh, Washington State, I believe. And, uh, you know, if one Googles uh, Slinky, they'll find pages and pages of information on on where to see Slinky displays and and uh, examples of Slinky. Have you had Slinkies around your house? Have you played with them? Have your kids, your grandchildren? Yeah, I did. I played with them when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have one on your desk now, Ray? A number of us there. <laughs> Good. I Ray, know somebody. There you go. Ray <laughs> Dallavecchia, Jr., thank you so much for being with us. He's the president and CEO of Poof Slinky, telling us a little bit about this enduring toy, uh, enduring American-made toy, of which we all can be very proud. Thank you for being with us on American Road Magazine. Thank you very much. If you enjoy these podcasts, then I know that you're going to love the digital edition of our magazine. Just go to AmericanRoadMagazine.com and click on the Preview Our Magazine icon. You'll get a sample of the digital layout of the magazine and an opportunity to sign up for electronic delivery of our next issues. While you're on the homepage, check out the blogs, trip suggestions, special deals, sweepstakes, and a whole lot more. You can even friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Till we meet again on the American Road for another trip talk, I'm your host, Foster Brown. Reminding you that the joy is in the journey.